Well, welcome back to the basement, boys and girls. You are now tuned back into the final episode of Chunky Lights of the Podcast. This is part two of our best of 2015. Uh, not 215, like I said at the beginning of the last one. Uh, it's a long day. This is a long podcast. A lot of editing going on. Uh, I hope you enjoyed hearing uh, Carrie, Eduardo, and Patrick's take on everything. Uh, weren't too bummed out by our albums that were bummers. And uh, if you haven't already and were inspired to check out Kendrick Lamar's album uh, just from hearing us talk about it, uh, I hope you do that because it's a fantastic album. Uh, but that was only half of the journey. Uh, so today we're going to complete that journey talking about the music that we love in 2015. Uh, today you're going to hear from Quinn. Uh, you're going to hear from Paul, and then you can hear from myself. There's, uh, you know, some surprises, maybe, uh, some agreements, some conflict, er- everything that makes uh, this podcast sort of, sort of great. Um, we've been doing this now for almost five years, uh, and uh, this actually started on a bet. Not really a bet, just sort of a dare uh, from Paul. Said, "Hey, why don't we do a podcast?" Had really no idea it would develop into what it has and what it continues to develop into. I don't claim to know a single thing uh, that I'm doing or what we are doing with this, but somehow we've we've managed to you know attract uh, some really really amazing people to not just uh, come and, and talk to us, not just artists, but uh, just people who love music to sit down here and uh, talk about music. Uh, that is. Uh, you know, we're going to talk about that a little bit at the end of this podcast, but that is uh, that has been one of the uh, most surprising things about doing all this. Um, and so, before we get started on this this epic uh, closing out this epic journey that was 2015, uh, I just want to say thanks to to everybody who's who's been a part of it this year. Uh, all the artists, you know, you know who you are. Uh, we always have a mic open for you, and, and all the people, you know, just not just, uh, you know, like Patrick, Eduardo, Carrie, Quinn, Paul are down here now. Uh, Adam, who uh, is, you know, him and his lady had a baby this year. That's why he hasn't been around. Uh, ben, uh, Tufts, uh, the, the list is long, uh, and you all are much appreciated. And you make this what this is, uh, whatever it is. We still haven't figured that out. Uh, so... That's my little spiel up front here uh, for our last podcast of the year. Uh, right now, I'm gonna I'm gonna drop you back right into your regularly scheduled programming, uh, picking up where we left off yesterday. So here you go. Uh, this is part two of our 2015 best of the year, uh, the last podcast for Chunky Glass of the podcast of 2015. Okay. It happens here, and it finishes here. Two men enter. One man. Nearly a two-word review. Just a shit sandwich. That right there, he is a wonderful power.
so. 20, if 20, 2014 last year was the year I got over 2011 in terms of my personal life. <laughs> ditching, finally ditching Arcade Fire and all this stuff happening in my life. Why are you going to ditch um, Arcade 2015 Fire? 2015 was kind of a crystallization of that where I really got into some kind of not experimental rock records because there are people who act, make real experimental rock records who don't really get heard. and. Right. Like I, I got into in the in the in the spectrum of like indie rock uh, that's being made today. That this is on the more experimental side. Some of these records, but it's not. It's by no means experimental music. But your um, list isn't as crazy as Eduardo's. No, it's not. Okay, just, it's not. It's just one Brazilian artist, <laughs> and all of a sudden, everyone. <laughs> anyway, um, we'll start off with not a really experimental pick at all. Um, one of the best rock records that came out this year, I think, is by a band called Palehound. Mm, um, yep. I put out this album called Dry Food. Yes. Uh, and it's really fucking good. Yeah. Uh, it is Cough. just. What's the song? Coughing? What? Uh, yeah, they have a Cold song. Coughing? Something like, I forget what it's called. But they have a song called uh, Dixie, Dixie Cup, I think, maybe. Um, but it is just. It's eight songs it's of. Song. <laughs> it's eight songs of really good riffs, good lyrics. Um, Really nice vocals. It is uh, kind of a la Speedy Ortiz, but better and not as uh, spazzy. Take spazzy. that, Speedy Ortiz. Take that. <laughs> hey, you know what? I will tell you. Three days ago, I was deciding between one a song by them, by Palehound or Speedy Ortiz. I ended up picking neither, but I dumped the Speedy Ortiz song way before I dumped the Palehound song. Yeah. It's quieter than Speedy Ortiz. I'm I think not it, sure where that comment comes in. Uh, I just mean that if you were to compare them one for one, I would take uh, Palehound every time. I'm going to take neither, but it will be Palehound before I dump it. Right. Other than Speedy Ortiz. Right. Um, okay. So there's... Exactly. I, I saw them live and it was a little underwhelming. Uh, not musically, but vocally. Um, that wasn't great. Uh... But You're selling it, Quinn. I, I, I'm, <laughs> this is, I'm talking about it first, all right? Um, but the record's really good. Uh, whatever they did in the studio, it worked. Um, after that, I want to talk about um, another band, similar, kind of similar brand called Palm, P-L-M, uh, who made a kind of... Did they play your house? They have played at my house. Uh, <laughs> disclaimer. Um, disclaimer. But they, uh, they made this record called Trading Basics, which is janky and uh, all over the place, and like they have their. I don't even know how to describe it. It is at times dreamlike and at times really jarring and uncomfortable. Um, but it is maybe the best guitar-based record I heard all year. One of the one of them. On some of the um, more obscure, like the smaller things that people are listing, are we also going to put in the show notes where? your listeners can find those albums because I feel like this yeah. is this is one that's going to be no, a little no, no, more no, difficult to track it's, down. It's going to be extensive as fuck. For us, for us Spotify folk, there might even be like a full playlist. Right? Yeah, there, there yeah. might be. Um, Palm, Palm should be on Spotify. If they're not, they're definitely on they Bandcamp. Are, they are. They are. Yeah, they are. Um, what about for the audio folks? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Wait till the end of the podcast. Oh, Danny boy, the pipes. Um, after that, I want to talk about... Uh, <laughs> Dan Deacon. Dan Deacon. I, I yes. made a, a solid fucking record. Um, and Wait, did you, for did fucking, you catch us? Are you saying we're going to fuck to the record? Hold on, oh, Patrick. Sorry. Uh, I did, did catch his live set. Uh, at, did you catch it at Landmark, though? No. I caught it at 930, <laughs> and I was not able to say, I couldn't, it was too much stimulation. I had to leave yes, early. Yes, correct. Yeah. So, so, Quinn, let's talk. You know me. You know me pretty well. 
Do I look? I, I'm not a necessarily dancer to you. No, right? no, right, you're right. not. Uh, I was able to shoot Dan Deacon on his his magical suitcase of wonder. Right. They make stuff. Uh, for that set at Landmark, uh, there was nothing to do but dance. The crowd danced. The crowd parted. He controlled them. He did everything. Right. Did. This is. Are you saying Dan Deacon's a puppet master? I, yeah, he, he is. is. His he live absolutely concerts, is. He he divides people up. He asks them to dance like they're in Jurassic Park. He has them sit on the ground. He yeah, them like but, hug their neighbor. But isn't it just Nintendo music on cocaine? It is. Some, it is. It is someone like is. that. Yeah. So, I just wanted to make clear that so, that's how I feel. So real quick, I'm gonna make this like a minute conversation here. What what about that? How how does how do you think he makes this work? Because. There's, but my take on it, and I wrote about it in the. I mean, he was the MVP of the Landmark Fest. Period. It's a hundred and fifty percent joy. Yeah. And he gets it out in like if you listen to the record, the record is in my almost made it, but he he gets it live. Like I don't want to see anybody else ever again. Right. He he he. I think he accepts the terms. Like he accepts the terms and conditions of what he's doing and with with the audience, and he yeah. is like, all right, like you can stand there and bob your head, or you can fucking get off on my music. So <laughs> get off <laughs> on my music. Yeah. Um. And the record, it's his best record, I think. Absolutely. Um. It's way more approachable than anything he's ever made. Uh. I don't think his old stuff was bad, but it was a little too maybe intellectual or too. Well, um, you can't capture what he's doing on a record. You just can't. Th- right. And this almost does. Right. Like Meme Generator is... Or When I Was Done Dying is a great, yeah. great song. Um, so I, I really... I enjoyed the, the Dan Deacon record a lot. Um, I'm going to talk about... Oh, wait, wait, before you go, you got drawings at the bottom of your page there. Uh, Can you talk about those? Yeah, I was doodling... Um, because I just couldn't listen to you guys talk during this. <laughs> <laughs> um, anyway, to, I had so many feels. Um, my next record after that is uh, by Jenny uh, Havel. Havel. Yeah, uh, I know oh, it's on. Yeah. It's on po- the record Apocalypse Girls on Paul Paul's list. Um, it's pretty cool. It's really interesting. It's great um, she can fucking sing, and she her li- lyrically is it's. It piqued my interest a lot, not just once or twice, but in every song a few different times. Mm. She kind of throws it, throws a few curveballs in there, and then makes some like interesting pop culture references, like in um, whatever the single was. She makes a few, she makes a reference like "Merry Christmas, War Is Over" to um, she she talks about soft dick rock in her. It, that's like the weird theme the of the weird record in, intro. Intro. Yeah. Um, I'm sort of glad that I now know that term because we can take it forward in 2016. Right. The year of soft dick yeah. rock. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Let's just change the name of the site. <laughs> soft dick rock. <laughs> a, um, a few quick shout outs. You know, change it to chunky asses. <laughs> yeah. That, I mean, that, that is, we've threatened that every year. Is that with all dogs considered? Yeah. <laughs> Continue, Quinn. A f- speaking of all dogs, this band, All Dogs, put out a record. Um, apologies. Um, this band, All Dogs, put out a good record this year, but um, I'll, I'm going to list a few and then we'll talk about the song I'm going to play. Uh, Pile, my favorite band, one of my yes. favorite bands, put out a, good, a pretty good record, not Spirit their best on. record. Um, Spirit of the Beehive, uh, shoegaze band from Philly, put out a really cool EP. Uh, almost played the song by them called Natural Devotion. 
and um, Alex G put out a record called Beach Music, and That's I was really ready to hate it. I was like, I was like amped up to just be like, I hate this subculture. I hate this this album, but it is a, um, it is like a beautiful pop record. So wait, are you saying that your biggest disappointment is that album because you wanted to hate it and it <laughs> yeah. disappointed you by making you love it? Yes, yes, that is almost entirely accurate. Gary, um, really young. Don't do that. <laughs> um. I also like the Sufjan Stevens record. No one's talked about oh, it. Oh, um, no. Twin? I don't know, man. Boo this man. You, you, are, you, are, you are dead to me. I'm, I'm, I'm the oldest person in this room. I've been on this podcast a lot, and I was even too scared to bring that up. So, <laughs> bon chance, youth. Wait, 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 wait. I'm relatively new to the podcast, as is Eduardo. Yeah. I actually like some Sufjan Stevens. I listened to that record. I, there was another one where I tried really hard after all the rankings. I got to say, it's really boring. Defend. Um, I think or not. We don't need to talk about. It. We don't we need to talk about. It. I wasn't even planning on talking about. It. I think Let's it's, I think it's song, emotionally sir. charged and great. Let's get All right. Song. So my my favorite record of the year probably uh, is by a band called Ott from Montreal. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, and they uh, put all a rec- the best bands are from Montreal. It's kind of true. Um, if you if you are familiar with the Fall at all, um, they're almost a modern incarnation of the Fall in a weird way. Um, they have like a. They just have like a mastery of what they're doing. Um, that's not to say you. A lot of people pro- might not like what they're doing, but I think they um, what they do, they do it very well. What they what, do rocks your dome, would you say? Yeah, it does. And yeah. um, this song uh, we're about to listen to is about six minutes long, and is a real. I think is a really good example of what These they people make. are gonna be sad when I edit this. <laughs> <laughs>
No, hold on, hold on. Quinn, I, I, I do want to thank you for uh, not... You're going to be gone next year at some point. What? You are. No, don't leave. No, oh. you are. You, you're graduating. You're, you're moving on into the world. You have done House tremendous party. things. Oh. Uh, I, I, I want to thank you for, like, keeping my ass in check with, like, the shit that's actually going on that I would normally ignore. Because it really is you, I really just, and it, we we cannot talk for like a couple of weeks, and then all of a sudden I'll get some texts like, "You heard this? Like, is this bullshit or not?" Is this <laughs> it's just like, and uh, so thanks for that. Yeah, no, I I hope it continues. Yeah, Paul. All right. Um, well, taking my cue from Kevin, uh, I actually have a lot of albums on my list this year, <laughs> so I'll try to go pretty quick. Um, I think that trying to force. Uh, a theme onto all the albums that are on your list is probably uh, futile, but I, mm-hmm. I'll say that going through it, a lot of the ones that uh, that really stuck out to me this year is I think there were I think there were a lot of artists more than usual that were really wrestling with uh, issues of uh, of identity and evolution this year. A common theme for are artists, you but uh, wrestling with issues. I'm certainly not. I am the opposite. <laughs> I've got. That's it. That sounds like a crash. There's something you want to tell us. I've got a pretty stable life right here. Uh, But I I think there was some really interesting work done in that space, and I think it's uh, indicative of uh, a more free-flowing music culture that we have right now. Yeah. Stuff that comes to the top that, uh, you know, enters whatever remains of the monoculture probably doesn't indicate that. But just below the surface, it's pretty easy to find a wider variety than we've ever seen before. And I think that's really cool. And I think people are able to make yeah. individual statements in a way that they really haven't been able to and have people listen to them yeah. in the past. And I think if you look, even just going around up to you, like uh, a lot of the albums we've talked about are, are actually small albums. And that speaks to that point is that there's all this stuff just there. Yeah. And you can find something that connects to you and might not connect to somebody else and have a conversation about it. And these are folks who wouldn't have gotten out of a basement before and now have the well, potential for an audience at least. And so for all the other issues that there are in music with streaming rights and musician compensation and things like that, you are able to access more information and more artistic perspectives than I think you ever have been before. Some band that could have been the best band in Chapel Hill 20 years ago is now going to be able to book something in Europe. Absolutely yeah, they're going to be on three or four top ten lists. Yeah, and they're they're going to play. And, I, and they're going to play. They're going to play Colbert, and it's yep. you know. I won't go for the easy ba- easy like they will be able to book something with Europe, except I just did. <laughs> 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 
Final countdown door. <laughs> so anyway, the the quick hits, a few that 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 missed my uh, that missed my top fifteen. Um, uh, Courtney Barnett, love that album. Yeah. Uh, Bjork, uh, Jason Isbell actually like really came up uh, my list. Really? Uh, really? Oh, wait, yes. wait, let me let me I, add. I to Jason Isbell was probably my eleven because yeah. I was a hard stream. I think. Now I feel like I think, a monster. I think half of that album is <laughs> really, now? really good. I think I agree. I think, <laughs> I think it's really good. Yeah. Oh, he's not paying attention. Uh, no. Questlove is asleep back there. Questlove is asleep. Holly Herndon white, almost slipped on. Um, uh, Obsequie and Elder, those albums rock. I just don't listen to metal often okay. enough. And I feel but like... What? The, the Obsequie and Elder. That might have been the first podcast that we just did, Just You and Me. Am I was incorrect? It? I think it was. And then it was, it, it was a rock solid episode. Yeah. Be, because it was literally like we hadn't done anything like that. And we're just like, well, we want to talk about this. We should just hang out. And st-. and it was it was magical. Yeah, like, it was it was a good it was a good podcast. Do you guys kiss? No. <laughs> Off mic. <laughs> so metal. We've interrupted you. Please. Yeah. Um, and we're then uh, and then knowledge, HUD dreams. I lo- I, I like that album a lot, but I feel like I need to spend a little more time with it. It was it was just off. Um, so quick hits on the top fifteen here. Uh, Patrick Watson, Carrie covered that better than I ever could. So we'll move past that. Uh, Donnie Trumpet and the Social Experiment. We gave plenty of time on the podcast to them. It's still a dope album though. Uh, Noveller, I covered on my mid my uh, yep. mid year list. But for anybody who didn't uh, listen to that podcast. If you like ambient experimental electric guitar, that is definitely is an album you should go to. Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. I uh, fantastic like that, planet. Actually. I listened to that one after you said that. That's good. Uh, Laura Stevenson's new one, uh, Cocksure. If anybody listened yeah. to the radio in the nineties, they should probably <laughs> listen to this. <laughs> I, I saw her on the on, when she toured on her last record. And yes, good. She's yeah. amazing. Um, it, it's she's got this weird okay. thing though, where she is like an amazing songwriter and singer, but her like punk ideals are like holding her back i feel like almost as an artist where she's like putting out records on like a small punk label and like and like only playing these small venues where she could i'm not gonna contradict that but we we literally have a a it was like a ten thousand word interview with her that aubrey did like it was the last thing Aubrey did for the site but that people should dig into Okay. Yeah, that's a really, really well put together interview. Because I, yeah, because I, I don't know. We, we, we cut it down to like four or six. It's a, it's a long read, but it is all. But Laura Stevenson just basically like lays it out and says, "This is what I'm about." Yeah, it's a good, it's a good interview, and this is a big shift from the last album. Good, but yeah. I like it a lot more actually than than the last one. Uh, Hop along, painted shut, Quinn. I thought you had my back on this yeah. one. I do. Yeah. I, I do have your back, just not in list form. <laughs> that, for me, that's another I tried really hard because yeah. I have yeah. this much respect for you. So I went back after we had spoken about things and I His tried. fingers were very yeah, close I, I together on that one. <laughs> I couldn't. <laughs> I, I tried. I couldn't. I tried. I couldn't. Yeah, no, it's all right. I, to, to me, like, I think there's there's been a lot uh, coming out of the uh, the – quote-unquote Philly revival lately and yeah. some of it I don't like this I think is the is top of the game for it and it's a, it's a really good album um the one that bumped it out of my top 10 though uh was one that I came on to just a few weeks ago it came out in September it's uh, Angel Hayes's uh uh mixtape from September Back to the Woods um they're excellent uh 
Angel made uh, an album a couple years ago that was kind of courting the uh, the MTV hip hop vote, um, and this one was a mixtape off label. Uh, they came out a gender earlier this year and is really just kind of digging into uh, some pretty dark spaces. It's actually a great companion album to the album that I'm going to use as my song yeah. later on, uh, which is Earl Sweatshirt. I, I, I so, love how nice. you have, have t- made a turn from like the first two years of the podcast and now embrace all this. Well, the difference is I just wasn't listening to it. I, yeah, I know, time, I know. So. But but that's what I'm saying. I love that. I, I love that yeah. like, all of a sudden like, now we can like talk about it. Yeah. It's like it's, it's nice. It's no, it's good. You got to just uh, got to branch out, see where things see where things take oh. you. Um, and I think that there, you know, the more you listen to, the more uh, the more there is out there that's great. Also, the more there is out there that you've got to wade through that sucks. So <laughs> it's, right. It right. takes some time. It takes time. Um, number nine, uh, Queen covered this. That's uh, Jenny Haval's Apocalypse Girl. Um, if anybody hasn't heard that out there, this is this is an excellent album. Uh, I think. Jenny's got some great things to say. It was kind of, for me, it, it took the EMA spot on my uh, list this year since EMA just put out a soundtrack this year, which was okay. Hashtag horror. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. I, I yeah. just would say, for me, it's you got to be in the right space. It's a downer, right? Jenny Hubble. Yeah. yeah. I don't know if it's a downer. It's, uh, it, it's a bit Not of a... Not that there's it, anything wrong with a downer. I just, it was tough for me to connect it up. I, I, in the context of my list, I don't see it as a downer. Okay. Well, but uh, <laughs> that may or may not be it's the a, case. It's a but. thinker, right. for sure. Um, number eight is Godspeed. They still do post-rock yeah. better than anybody else. Yeah. Like, And and I actually think that, that Asunder Sweet and Other Distress was, uh, was a step back towards their highest game from, uh, from their last album. Uh, it's kind of funny... A few months ago, well, I guess it was only a month and a half ago, we were talking about Deaf Heaven, and I know yeah. that they got ripped apart on the on the podcast. <laughs> yes, and they I did. believe. And I actually yeah. like I actually like Deaf Heaven's album, but I listened to that a few times, and then I was like, I'm gonna go back and listen to Godspeed's album for the first time in a right. month or so. And I listened, and I'm like, oh, the parts of Deaf Heaven that I like the most, Godspeed does better. And, and that's and they why, left out the parts and I not don't specifically like, so. Godspeed, but that's why we sort of tore it apart. Yeah, because it was just like, yeah, yeah. yeah. They're still the best at post-rock, so. Oh, God. <laughs> um, number seven is Kamasi. Uh, yes. best, best show of the year. And, um, I wish I'd seen that. Yeah, I, I, and, and, and best piece, honestly, written on the site this year. That, oh, that was thank you. Touching that, that was uh, around the uh, shooting in uh, Rona yeah. that day. And... Uh, I don't think we knew if we were going to go to the show. It was just like yeah, it was it really was, touch and go till the end, like because it was it was kind of a weird day. It was like everything that. fucking sucked, yeah. and we saw it, and it was amazing. And then you wrote that beautiful thing, which, which will be in the like. And I've had a lot of people tell me like that was beautiful. So good. Job. Thank you. I wasn't really connected to the podcast I when that, when, when that all happened, and I read that, and I thought it was a really. Really nice. Thanks. I was connected, and I'm a jerk, and I thought it was good. Hey, that that actually means the most, yeah, right, right there. Thank <laughs> you. No, no, but aside from aside from all that, I mean this this album. It's uh, I know it's been the crossover jazz album of the year, right yeah, there. Yeah. But uh, yeah. it, there's a reason he he does a great job, and it's it's huge because it's three hours long. Most of the time, you're probably not going to listen to it all at a stretch. But it's the rare album where I think you can pick it up at any point, right. and 
get an awesome afternoon and out he, of he it. Should, you know? get so many props. Can, like like Kamasi like might be the sort of like uh, under like the undersung hero of music in 2015, mm-hmm. just because yeah. of his involvement. Well, he's on the Kendrick album. Can, right, can so. we break this out for a second? Because yep. for me, as someone who really loves jazz, there's a few tracks I really like. But for me, as somebody who loves the old version of Cherokee. When I heard the version of Cherokee that's on this album, I just, I like, I was walking around somewhere and I stopped and I sat down and I kept playing it again and again. I was like, oh my God, this is just tr- a tremendous version of a great sort of yeah. jazz standard. Him, him and his it's, band it's are... Just, in- it's, 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 it just stops you cold. And there's other tracks, it, but people should chime in because I don't know how many people that are listening to this understand that a, a one of the great jazz albums of the last like 50 or 60 years came out this year. It's the Kamasi Washington album, if you ask yeah. me. It's not in my top 10 for a number of reasons. It's not for everybody. Mm-hmm. It's three hours long. But like we're living in a time where if you could show up and see this guy as someone who owns Coltrane Live at Temple University mm-hmm. on vinyl, like yeah. right. go do it. Right. Because he's he's the guy. Yep. I, I couldn't agree more and I won't pretend to be I, I I like jazz, but I'm not I'm not somebody that keeps up on uh, contemporary jazz to a large degree. Usually, one one or two jazz albums slip onto my list at the end of the year. Um, but he's got something going there, and he is in such sync with his band, cool. like the best band leaders are. There's not it's not a forced set. It's not hit those notes. It's just like let's see where this is going, and we've got kind of a template going. It's it's really fantastic. Yes, go see him live. Um, Six, uh, Israel Sweatshirt. That's the song we're going to play, so moving on past there. Number five is Torres, uh, Sprinter. Yeah. I covered that mid-year. Yeah. Yeah. That album good is record. awesome. It's a good record. Yep. Uh, good number record. four is Screaming Females. Anybody who's listened to me <laughs> yeah. for the last few oh, years yeah. has to know yeah. that Screaming <laughs> the Females show, is on The show, uh, to be fair, the show was not good, but the album is Fucking amazing. To be more fair, the show was awesome and fuck you. But you were there. You were there. I, I was there. I went to the one at Rock and Roll Hotel. Oh yeah, I was you right were. there. Uh, <laughs> I was the one that got you to go to that show. Yes, that's true. <laughs> uh, but no, I, I love screaming females. They're fantastic. I, 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 will, I will second that as well. Number three, also an unpopular opinion uh, on this podcast: Grimes, Art Angels. Um, we we already made fun of you. I so. I know. I've I've been mocked mercilessly without being around. But not but by me. I want to be Ed, very Eduardo hard, speaking to the mic. <laughs> but, we're not, but we're not we're not anti here. Like, like yeah, we're not I, we're not. When when we all talked about Grimes, the idea was that like there are some excellent individual tracks mm-hmm. here. The production is meticulous and really impressive. It's you know the problem is as an album. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Can we can like can that be sustained? And is that is that right. enjoyable for the listeners? And, and, and I, I I also want to say that since that podcast, which was what, two weeks ago, a two week ago, two weeks ago, yeah. I've actually listened to the album all the way through another three or four times, and I I'm starting to appreciate the the production of it a little bit more than the first you know that right. when I listened to it multiple times during that one week. That doesn't necessarily make me like it anymore. Yeah. The the tracks that I actively just dislike, but I do have a deeper appreciation for the tracks that I thought were kind of meh before. I, I do find myself coming back to it a lot more, and I actually made the youth listen to it like yeah. two or three times. Wait, wait, before you go, I will say also, I was supposed to be on the podcast, couldn't make it. I never thought I would say this. It's a, it's a, a Grimes is never going to be in my wheelhouse for the most part. It's a really interesting, smart uh, well thought out piece of work. I'm never going to go for the whole thing, but like there are pieces of it that are really, 
that are good. It's 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 totally. Yeah, and look, the thing is, I, I'm going to have to disagree on the the idea that it's not an album yeah. because I actually think that this album is sequenced better than most of the albums that that came out this year, and a lot of ones that even made made my list farther down. Uh, the, I think the first half has a definite progression, and then in the second half, it shifts into a different key and and moves down. Like her her planning and her execution are excellent on this album. And I think that just like a lot of the other ones I was talking about, she's examining different identities. One of the things that she was looking at is uh, Claire Boucher felt that the Grimes persona had actually been kind of played yeah, out by right. the by the way that it had been uh, that it had been uh, used and that she'd used it within the media. And so she had to explore different personas on the album and create a narrative out of that. I, I thought that it was, uh, it was really well executed. I, I would offer it's all to pal to me, <laughs> but moving on. Okay. Um, number two is the album that I thought was going to be number one this year. Uh, but Kendrick overtook it for number one easily, which yeah, was us. Luther Kenny's no cities to love. Um, so what we've got uh, now for my, my track is uh, Grief off of Earl Sweatshirts. I don't like shit. I don't go outside. Yeah. <laughs> Good grief. I've been reaping what I sowed. Nigga, I ain't been outside in a minute. I've been living what I wrote. And all I see is snakes in the eyes of these niggas. Mama taught me how to read them when I look. Miss me at the priest and get booked. Fishy niggas stick to eating off of hooks. Say you eating, but we see you getting cooked, nigga. I don't act hard. I'm a hard act to follow, nigga. Like it or not, when it drop, Betty gotta listen. Chasing dragons, trying to make it happen on a mission. Step into the shadows, we can talk addiction When it's harmful, where you going? In the party, you didn't know it, don't give a fuck Pardon me for going into details 376 was a brothel We had females coming every hour on the dot And this shit sound like a gavel when it not Focus on my chat, ain't as frantic as my thoughts Lately, I've been panicking a lot Feeling like I'm stranded in a mob Scrambling for Xanax out the canister to pop Never getting out of hand Steady handling my job, time damaging my ties who turn to get up, get dude, turn to dinner quick. You circus niggas, you turning into tricks. I was making waves, you was surfing in them. Dealing with the stomach pain just from birth to nigga shit. Cut the grass off the surface, pray the lawnmower blade, catch the back of a serpent nigga shit. Bitch. Good grief, I've been reaping what I sowed. Nigga, I ain't been outside in a minute. I've been living what I wrote. And all I see is snakes in the eyes of these niggas. Mama taught me how to read them when I look. Miss me at the priest and getting booked. Fishy niggas stick to eating off of hooks. Say you eating, but we see you getting cooked, nigga. My fleeting thoughts on a leash. For the moment, high as fuck. I've been alone in my shit. For the longest. Snakes sliding in the street Mama taught me how to not be like the bodies Lying in them pigs riding in them I'm a target so it's hard to even eye me in them He ain't dying for me And I ain't riding 
denying that. Thinking about my grandmama, find a bottle, I'ma wallow when I lie in that. Yeah, so, so Earl, Earl Sweatshirt. <laughs> yeah, I mean, was, and the reason I picked that song is because I really, I think it illustrates what I was talking about earlier. Uh, you know, it's not that hip hop's never been a downer before. It certainly has been. But this kind of like concept album of that just is going through a, a very introspective time yeah. in a person's life. Uh, they're dealing with some depression and uh, some very dark thoughts. And not making anything that is intended for radio play or a club remix, but just saying which is the this best, is which is the best. Yeah. But this is like, this is this is the equivalent of like the uh, the hip hop singer songwriter album right here. Like right? this, this no, is no, my dark place. What, hey, if you, it's all like I'm not trying to write something to make you feel better, yeah. and I'm not trying to write something to make me feel better. This is how I feel. Fuck off. I, yeah. I, I know you don't listen to the podcast. <laughs> Because you're an asshole. I don't. <laughs> but uh, but last week we talked about Khan, and if you oh listen, my God, that the, is, that the is wrath so of yeah no 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 no, 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 no but that's in yeah. his stuff yeah and thank, and, thank and there's one of the, the the track that we played a couple weeks ago of him is is literally him talking about how all the things you just were talking about like how depressed he is how how these medications can help him just and. It's under the radar. But the fact that Earl Sweatshirt is, is doing this now. Yeah. Doing this and getting props for it and uh, having people listen to it, I think it opens the door all wider for, so, uh, yeah. for a wider But variety. you should listen to Khan. Okay. Yeah, no, no, no. I think, I think that was um, – I want to thank you guys so much for the DC podcast. Oh, you didn't hear that? You yeah. hadn't heard that before? I, I had not. Oh, and, shit. And, and, that, and that Khan album is, like, fierce. <laughs> like, the number of – you know, it's just incredible. It is incredible. fierce. And it's, and, it's, and it's one of those great things where, like, um, if you spend time um, trying to listen to, like, mixtapes and, uh, you know, getting the hottest whatever, you know, the uh, um, albums of the year – on Dad Piff or whatever, you end up with a lot of albums that are like, frankly, just unnecessarily vulgar mm-hmm. or just like, and and it, it's just a bunch of nonsense, really. It's just people who default to like um, anger or kind of empty party songs or things that are frankly just kind of ugly. Yeah, exactly, misogynistic stuff. If Marcus stuff here, that, was like, here, I'd make a jab about Action Bronson. But... <laughs> yeah, no, I think that's you know that's Action that's Bronson a well deserved jab. Getting, the Action Bronson album is getting traction on some lists, that, which is not cool. But no. uh, Action Bronson's blown up on the West Coast. Yeah. I like that song. <laughs> I think that one. There's one. That the voice of the youth. So 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 He's number two speaks. Up. But 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 it's but, the but, it's, album. but it's great. Right right. Like like he's like, the it's one about, guy that I know. We have to get. We we yeah. have to have him. Yeah. Down here sitting amongst us, like to talk, and I'm scared as fuck to talk to him because it's gonna be like, intense, man. It, yeah. You're gonna you're gonna be outmatched. <laughs> Let me just tell yeah, you. Yeah, yeah. It's yeah. Yeah. But, but like, but like when you find and I'm and I'm I'm blanking on on the artist's name right now. But um, but I but I did get a mixtape like last year, where like half the album was about um, uh, the guys in this collective were talking about alcoholism and mm. and like how it affected their family and it was like mm-hmm. a really 
complicated and like every fourth song was still like a bad objectionable you know morally not okay song but when they weren't doing that they were actually talking about th- about like you know uh things that you don't hear a lot of right. in hip-hop and so i think that's the earl sweatshirt is just like spot on like expanding the idiom yeah. of hip-hop to to include things I, that I, are I, I think it's it's a um like, it's indicative of uh, uh, stuff that people are doing, but he now has. I mean, Earl has the platform. Yep, he's got the podium. He does yeah, yeah. And if he can bring Khan or whoever, like I say that meaning like I don't. Every town probably has a Khan. Yeah, I'm 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 rooting for Khan like something yeah. serious right now. Like I just like after, and I've and I've known about him for like four days, <laughs> but he's my he's my new hero. So. <laughs> You know, but but if he can if he can bring that all forward, then I agree. I mean, it's it's something that uh, Kevin, you know, just to close close out my part of this right here. I think you've asked before. Whenever when something gets popular that we don't like, the question is usually like, why them? Why not the people yeah. that are they're doing more? Yeah. In some cases, like Earl and and uh, people are doing the same doing the same thing types of things as him. That's an answer to the why them question. Right. You get if you've got a comp. Then you can bring people forward. There are right. thousands of people doing variations on everything we hear that just aren't getting traction. That are in local spaces that haven't been able to get like the uplift on social media, haven't gotten shared around, haven't gotten the distribution, or who might just be thinking about making this kind of music and haven't gotten it out there distributed. You get somebody out there who gets listened to, yeah, and then it's at least like, oh, this sounds like. Or yeah. this takes this sound farther. Yep. And once you've got a reference point, then you can move things forward. Yeah. Does that make it my turn? It makes yeah. it your turn. Ah, Jesus. Drum, drum roll. Um, so uh, it's been an interesting. I've talked about buckets. Are we out of time? Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, we should be. For those of you that are still awake, here comes Kevin. Yeah. Oh, no. um, I've talked about buckets a lot this year. It's been a weird. I love the Buckets album. It's it's <laughs> it's, it, it's been a weird uh, because like I, I run this thing and and I'm gonna reveal something like I do interviews with a bunch of artists, but essentially you guys coming down here, I'm interviewing you, and this is like uh, it's a it's a joy that I have of that because I get to, I mean I know you well. You're, you're my brother. At, you're pointing at Paul. I am With pointing at Paul. But, 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 but all you all you are my people and, and that you agree to come down and... Huh? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> that you agree to come down and do this uh, means more than anything to me. Because we can talk about the stuff that we care about. And we can actually work in stuff we actually care about that's important, you know, like education bills, yeah. <laughs> which we, we, we which we don't which we don't talk about those. But but, um, so this year has been all about uh, filling the buckets of not necessarily what is I think analytically best, but more just what satisfied me. So. I guess I'm going to start with the the. I hate to use the term also rands, but I'm from the <laughs> south, so. Uh, but these are these are fantastic fucking records. Uh, Riley Walker's Primrose Green, uh, Courtney Barnett. Sometimes I just sit and think. Sometimes I just sit. Uh, Dan Deacon's Glycerifer, uh, the Sweets out of North Carolina is fucking yeah. 
I I, I totally forgot. I love that you. One. I I, That's I, I I have never I have met you guys, but you guys are welcome here anytime if you're listening to this. Um, we'll go Star Wars. An interesting thing because I never in my life hoped to hear a good fucking Wilco album again. Post, oh, I don't know, seven. Post Sky Blue Sky. (laughs) Yeah. Oh yeah. Um, that's that's even later than you. (laughs) Summer teeth, nothing else. Yeah, yeah. Uh, (laughs) Ultimate painting, Green Lanes. I am so uh, like cool record. You didn't quite make it. It it is such a cool record. And uh, sign like it. And I'm not bitter. We couldn't. I'm not bitter. We couldn't get you on the podcast because you were hanging out at Comic Ping Pong. Not at all. No. Oh no, uh, no. But they but they love the dead and they sound like Luna. So yes. that's like, I love yeah, that's, yeah, my, I like that's that. my wheelhouse like that right there. Uh, and and as we already uh, already said, uh, Dave Rollins we've seen Nashville obsolete. There is no to my mind, as far as uh, if you're talking about a technically perfect album that you can't ignore, like that's it. If you like acoustic music, there that's it. That's all you need to listen to and you'll be fine. So a lot of your also rans are on my list. I'm I know, I know. Well, well, that, that's what's interesting because we we all we have some. What does that over. make you, Patrick? <laughs> I'm an also ran. Is that what you're saying? <laughs> uh, beta beta bail, but I'm not a Dodger fan. <laughs> so I had so so I had so I had 15 uh, that moved me for various reasons. Uh, one, we already talked about this uh, lore, elder, and that was because we did that podcast, and it was literally you. You said listen to it. And I, I did. I'm like, well, fuck, we're going to talk about it. And I have had more fun with that album uh, than any other album this year because it's metal as fuck. And <laughs> just, I, they, they're never going to play here. They only play Europe. Yeah. You know why? Because only Europe has good taste. Only Scandinavians <laughs> like real metal anymore. Yes. That, that is That's 110% true. Yeah. The the reason I saw Faith No More at Meriwether post this year was because it was the first time they had played anywhere on the East Coast in easily like thirty years or something. I mean right. I'm, I'm I'm exaggerating a bit, but the but like but like yeah, like around here we're really bad at this stuff. Right. These good good metal bands play Europe all the time. Um uh, if you want to know how to how to pick out the American, it's the person not wearing the Metallica jacket. Yes, in Dublin. Yes, <laughs> so yes. Uh, so after that, uh, Future Birds. Yeah, we've man. talked about that. Yeah. It's come up several times. Uh, this is, uh, as I said before, this is the album that I wished my morning jacket yeah. uh, had totally. had produced. But you so know who solid. didn't do it? My morning jacket. Future Birds did, yeah, and they fucking knocked it out of the park. I can't wait till they come back. Yeah. Uh, and they, they can were t- super cool. You know what? They can criticize us about this podcast. Yeah. They <laughs> yeah. were which, super cool. Which they, which they have every right to do because, right. again, as Patrick and I, I have know. established, we got their album dead fucking wrong. We, yeah. knew, we, we knew it was a grower. Wait, wait, we didn't wait. know we how much it positive, would grow. But we so, didn't so, get how well, good it was. well, let me frame this album for, for if people like uh, Big Starish. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Wilco, very, Wilco fans will like this Wilco, album, yes. Jammy. Uh, um, some uh, ambient, like just basically the, the music you're gonna put on for a fire and have a good time. Yes, nice. and you know, I I would say there might be points in there where you could romanticate somebody, but sure. possibly it have to be the, have to be the right kind of girl. Possibly, it's, it's a really dark album. <laughs> it's right a really girl. dark album, and they are so fun live. They're they, and, and they're so and so. They're, they're really nice guys. Yeah. Yes, they are. So for, from there, uh, the epic Kamasi Washington because it's long. It comes in 
Yeah. Yeah. It, if you can break, and Paul's right, you can jump in at any point in this album and, and be satisfied, but it's three fucking hours long. And that's never a good idea uh, unless you're, you're going to uh, make a complete statement of that. And I don't think it does do that. I think it does it live, but I don't think it does it on the album. Yeah. Um, Jessica Pratt, on your, own, on your Own Love Again. Wow. Yeah. So I started talking about Buckets early on in the year, and they, I, I was like, this is what I need to satisfy myself. It was cold. It's seventy. I'm wearing shorts right now. It's seventy degrees in December, but it was it was January of uh, of early this year, and that particular album uh, just resonated with me. Uh, There's a haunting, like loneliness to it that I think everybody can relate to, and everybody should relate to. And it's very it's very simplistic. It just Get you. Uh, going from that, I'm going to go 10 and 11 are, are interchangeable because I think we may have a time travel paradox here. Uh, I have, I don't you know have, if I've you, said. You have to follow that up with two like pretty good. <laughs> I do, I do, and I will. And they're 10 and 11. I will. <laughs> I don't know if I've said this in public or on mic or bullshit, but. I think I have. Uh, I think Patrick Watson is is Louis Weeks all grown up, and I mean no, I I mean no insult to Louis because he is. I I will say that I think that uh, Louis Weeks, or the stuff that he's got out now is is honestly better than so, Patrick. So so yeah. So right so so right so right now stuff. right now and this 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 one is actually mutable. I have a ten eleven haha from Louis Weeks, yeah. which we talked about on the year end uh, best of DC podcast, and Patrick Watson, and and I think both are fantastic albums of the same ilk. And when I hear the Patrick Watson album, though, I I know uh, from talking with Louis a little bit his struggle with like what he's trying to do and how he wants to do it, and uh, Patrick Watson comes off as. Like he's just got it. This is what I've done. Yeah, it's a little bit different, and and that's what I mean. You know, it it is a high compliment in that. There's a lot more confidence because I I love Ha Ha also. Ha Ha um, is such an amazing it's, album. It's very very. You don't want to talk about it, Quinn. It's very. No, I like Ha He's like I just want this mic out of my face. Uh, no, he just. Uh, I feel like with Patrick Watson, and part of it is that 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 particular album is so well put together and so well produced yeah. and so polished, but also seeing his live his live version of it, he is so confident in what he's doing right now, but not in a brash, swaggery Josh Tillman no, it's just like sort of had- way. <laughs> like in a, this, what I'm doing is really bringing it full nice, circle right there. That's, that's what I do. It, yeah, but. But I think that Weeks is going to be there in another, you know, three or four years, hopefully, because he definitely has the talent. And, and I, we said that in the last podcast, and, and, and I'll say that again. Yep. Like, like you said, he, he needs to be selling out 930 Club. And he will. And he will. Um, but he's going to play my house first. So, <laughs> so stay tuned. And, and all, will, road, and will do all roads to the 930 and go through Quinn's so, living room. So <laughs> 11 and 10, uh, Louis Weeks Saha, Patrick Watson's Love Songs for Robots. 
Uh, number nine is is something that uh, I'm not going to play this track. This was in the running for the tracks I was going to play. PM buys it's some some guy we no we <laughs> huh? I said I was hoping it was Faith No More. <laughs> no. Um, it's a guy from Chicago that we we covered just because his pitch was just like, hey, I just wanted to say hi. I've enjoyed like listening to you guys, and uh, would you like to listen to me? And we did. And it's touching, and it's it's beautiful music. When we went to Iceland this year, we were on the bay in Reykjavik, and it's like I played and when this. You, when you say we, it's you and the lady, not the podcast. No, you chunky glasses goes to well. Frankly, that's coming funding. soon. That's chunky glasses carry, goes to Scandinavia. They're Gary, I tried I to hide this from you, it. but. <laughs> You, just uh, you were the last one didn't make the cut. <laughs> but 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 a lot. I was number I mean, eleven. I mean, did we did, did we not play this a lot, Daria? Like did? we did. And That's it, a fucking awesome. It, it is it is the the right the right type of it, it is folk music. It, it is of the ilk of uh, Dave Rawlings. The guy just gets it right, and it's just an it's an EP called Top the Salt and seek it out. I you know if you email me and you're one of ten to email me, I'll buy you a copy, even though it's free. Um, but it, it's one of the things that I think you really need to listen to uh, this year. Um, I think that might have been a contract. Yeah. <laughs> I know it's an open door, come back but I'll to, pay your tip. Got to come back to uh, this one, but number eight, uh, North Country, There's Nothing to Fear. I'm going to talk about that in a second. Uh, Quick, no, the North Country. Um, when they did play at my house, uh, the, you're like so like not even humble bragging. You're just braggy braggy. I have I have to brag about the North Country. Their drummer, their drummer uh, afterwards on uh, the last song, cut his finger open, and there was blood all over the snare drum, and we had to throw a carpet out because of his blood. Are you saying that you was, have North Country DNA? I'm saying it's floating around in my living room somewhere. All right. Uh, North Country, so if you listen, listen to the last week's really podcast because this, this is a, D, a band out of DC. Um, Are they streaming yet? Yes, absolutely. Uh, Casey Musgraves, Pageant Material. Woo-hoo! We, uh, this is again, a lot of albums hit me when I'm on the lawn. And we had no high expectations for this. And by we, say me and my lady, like, we sort of, you, you, Unfortunately, live this podcast, <laughs> right? And yeah, he, and when he's saying you again, pointing at Daria, yeah. not Paul. Yeah, well, he he, he does too. Could That's be too. It could be me too. But, <laughs> but uh, you know, uh, her first album was amazing and uh, just brutal, and so you can't top it. And she did. I really, I really think she did. And, and I think every song on this, the fact that Paul came down. On the side of like, yeah, that's true. I gave it a buy. Yeah, I gave pageant material. You gave a buy. it a buy, like B U Y, and did. not a B Y E. That is correct. <laughs> wow. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it's some great stuff from uh, a songwriter that has not failed yet. I gave Although, it. A, I gave it a Y. <laughs> yeah, you did. In the show notes, I'm actually surprised that. Uh, Patrick's head has reformed after exploding <laughs> multiple times yeah. that evening. Um, right above that, uh, Donnie Trumpet and the Social Experiment. Nice. Surf. Uh, it, I know yeah. it was low on your list, Paul, but to me, uh, all the all the albums that I've loved this year are Express or 
coalesce in just a thing of just pure joy. And as messy as this album is, and it is, it, it is, it, it is. By the time you get to Sunday Candy, you don't give a yeah. fuck. Oh yeah, no, it's yeah. it's messy, but it's it's kind of messy by design. Yeah, and it's fun. It's it's the it's the result of a fully freeform collaborative effort that somehow came together. Uh, Being low on my list is not an insult. Yeah, yeah. there were a I lot of great albums this it's year. Solid and well formed. Um, right above that, there's so many th- amazing sound bites in this <laughs> yeah three hour podcast. <laughs> <laughs> right above that, uh, never were the way she was. Colin Stetson, yeah, Sarah no. Newfield. I cannot express how much that this album means to me. It, the first time I heard it, you the the way both of them express themselves is like this album was essentially recorded in one take. Mm. So if you if you if you or if you haven't heard it and you're going to listen to this, we'll have it in the playlist. And you go and listen to it, consider that. And consider that this is like, like, I just watched a documentary last night about Jacques Epistorius. And I saw that tweet. Which was so good. Which was fucking, so ama- it yeah. is fucking amazing. Yeah. And it, it's a thing where, look, jazz fusion is not for everyone. It should be for everyone. No, it should not be it for is, everyone. It is for everyone. <laughs> okay, well, agree to disagree. Boys. Satellite agree podcast. We'll talk after the after after we cut. Um, but you know, there's a, another universe where the same podcast is going on, and everybody agrees on everything. Oh, oh my god! So. Whoa, that's just <laughs> NPR, right? <laughs> <laughs> Come on, <laughs> come on, Adam. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, wait, uh, you're gonna sorry. say a bunch of stuff. But I saw Rick's minutes. No- <laughs> <laughs> you're gonna um, you're gonna say a bunch of stuff, and you should. But I, I think that if people are like, and you will. And, and if people are like, well, there's no albums where there's great instrumentation or there's not great experimentation, and, cl- and classical music is being ignored. Like what this album shows is that two people who are just super smart and talented yeah. and innovative can come together and make something that is. Uh, uh, Stunning, and has never been done before. It's, it's completely unique. It's it's. I, I think it, that's it. it. it Jaw dropping. Like I mean, Colin Stetson can go on stage, I, I, and I will just watch. Sure, but it's a sure. different thing. And, with sure, this. and he and he will do. And he is yeah. his whole like suite of songs right. about horses with machine guns. Like that's out there. But this is this is different, and this is horses with machine. Guns. I. I Yes, Cheers. I but get you. but it, it um, but this one is tempered by the fact that he it's with his girlfriend, so he can't do horses and machine guns. Yeah, I mean it's it's gorgeous. It is because the because the girl she's not in that. Probably not. It's unicorns with with. My point rifles. is my Sorry. point is <laughs> is is, it, is that it's it's a gorgeous representation of something I wanted to feel, and I don't know how they caught into that, but it was just like. It's also if I just not to railroad because it's your podcast. And sure, you're smarter than me about these things. But the, the the what's amazing is sometimes when you listen to this, you go, "There's just two people," like because he's doing that. stuff and she's doing stuff. You go, "It's just it's really it's two people because it sounds like a full orchestra sometimes." And that's right. what's incredible. Right. Um, next up, and actually the next three are shoved into a category, a, a blob, a bucket, if you will. Yeah, a bucket. Um, what is it? I I love old school like soul music. I love 
like the stacks catalog. I will listen to that. I will listen to Willie Nelson because he has all the soul. Um, no, we won't because so. he doesn't have all the soul. But he's good. Yeah, he's like, good, but he's uh, he doesn't he has, have any soul. Yeah, he has he's like seventy percent of the soul. <clears throat> yeah, yeah. Uh, just like Saint Paul and the Broken Bones. Like, oh, I want to like super appropriated, but neither here nor there. Yeah. Speak on. But uh, the 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 top three I've got. We've already said Kendrick is up here. Go. Um, I think have a lot in common. Um, Phil Cook, Beauty Pill, and D'Angelo. I think they have different things in common. Um, D'Angelo has more in common with Kendrick because <laughs> it, it's more social commentary. But if you if you listen, <laughs> Paul, they're, Paul. They're, they're they're the they're both albums about self love. Yes, right. I mean, I mean, the yes. Kendrick album specifically and explicitly moves from self hatred to self love. Yeah, um, and D'Angelo is all about self love, and, and maybe I can love you, and maybe more, I can like more yeah, yeah. As yeah, 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 on, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, if you want that, Haley Steinfeld just started there and stayed there. More expansive with the love. The Beat album is about, I think, the same thing. It's about discovering like the self love. I mean that we talked about it on the last podcast. Uh, the song you put up on MySpace was about Chad Clark discovering uh, that people might like something he did that was weird, that he thought was weird, that really wasn't weird. And the uh, the album that resulted was a uh, document of certainly his place in time and his struggle with life and death, but it also um, was... more innovative I think than any album I heard this year I mean it's fearless and that's the way an album should be Phil Cook album on, at the same time is uh, when we reviewed it we ended up gushing about it and I talked to Nick Sanborn like off mic about this yeah, yeah. And, like how like can people he actually was Sort of called out you, Patrick. <laughs> I tried to hate it, but 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 I, tried. I, but, I really but, tried but, not to like but that I album. I think that's I, I think that's a, an actually valid response to any of this. But all three were very much, you know, with the Phil Cook album, a genuine, just purely heartfelt. This is what we have to do, mm-hmm. and this is what we have to say. And I didn't get that from anything else. The more you listen to the Phil Cook, the more you go, the the guy's energy and spirit, as we understand it, from everything I've been told. The more I listen, through, the more the I more listen to through. any of these, either of these three yeah, albums, yeah, yeah, yeah. and and that's my point is yeah. that is that you know if you are more versed in the blues rock or right. you know Americana, you will get that off Phil Cook. Right. If you are more versed in the hip hop stuff, you'll get that off D'Angelo. Right. If you are more versed in just the weird alt rock, whatever, you'll get that off Beauty, Beauty Pill. Yeah. Uh, all three, though, managed to completely uh, just dominate. I mean, I, I, so I think it's I think it's interesting and possibly worth noting that these are all artists trying to. Um, these are all highly personal works, yeah. mm-hmm. and these are all For people sure. trying to. To really, um, you know, it, 
uh, these are albums that are not built on artifice. No. Right. There's like, there's an intellectual framework maybe behind like the Kendrick album and, um, but, but, but by and large, these are people who were, so, you know, the idea that like you have all these musicians who, um, and I'm, I guess I'm sort of taking a, a pot shot a little bit at Grimes, um, and the idea of like work yeah, yeah. of like exploring different personas and all that persona. Sorry, I don't want. I want to get my Latin right. Um, <laughs> I think it's wow. alumni. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Thank you. Um, but 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 it's it's really interesting to me that like the albums that keep resonating with people and that always are going to be, uh, you know, kind of vaulting to the top are the ones that are about people exploring themselves and putting themselves in yeah. the music and not trying to hide behind other you know, layers and, and I don't know. And I would like to point out that (laughs) two out of these three artists have at least reached out to set up an interview and if they have scheduling issues. So D'Angelo, it's your call. Come on D. Come on D. Make it happen, man. He he is from Richmond. Right. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't even, I didn't even think about that. Like any time, literally any time. Like er, er, early next year, Phil Cook will be in this where we yeah. are sitting now, and and we can all, you, Patrick, Eduardo, yes, you yes. guys were on the podcast. We you there. guys can't be here because we can't have people humping his leg. Yeah, it's. I'll come um, by. Okay. <laughs> uh, but but yeah, so those uh, that that's pretty much. And that's why those sit at the top because that yeah. that's really important to me this year. And mm. I think they all of the artists I just mentioned did that, but I think they did it the most. But yeah, I mean, if you want, if you want to go just like the Phil Cook album. Come on, like really? It's undeniable. There's there's like, no oh, reason. Oh, really, it's undeniable. Oh. Beauty pill. I think it's okay. Come on, yeah. like never mind the 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 just perfection of engineering and doing what you're going to do but the perfection of the emotion throughout that whole thing and then d'angelo like seriously like i that i've seen that well i saw the show at the Fillmore. it it's why i didn't go see kendrick because kendrick could not beat that yeah maybe i don't know maybe i didn't see i didn't, I didn't see d'angelo so i can't speak to it but there was yeah there was a lot of love um at the kendrick show so, well, can we give a song say, for us? Huh? As, yeah, as, I am. As I we're am. heading towards a close, first of all, just thank you, Kevin, for letting me ever show up for this. <laughs> but two is what was interesting is in talk. You're talking to what's the guy from Made of Oak? Nick. Same Nick. Same yeah, yeah. He had a lot of inter- interesting things to say, but the most interesting thing, and it sort of applies in the same way to D'Angelo, who is spent 10 years sort of coming up with this album that is very personal and sort yeah, of yeah. perfect in, in his in his way. Uh, that when they go, when he was hanging around with uh, Phil Cook, they'd be at a, a, on tour on something and Phil would just disappear and just like start playing instruments and not talk to anybody. Like he doesn't really care. Like, you know, we're, yeah. we're in this stage where there is wide access. There is... We've cut through a lot of the middlemen. If you can come up with something that is truly personal and truly interesting and truly steeped in what came before and smart and um, you have something to say, 
I think amongst the six of us here, I don't mean to toot our own horn, but uh, we're going to listen to it and we're going to be interested in it. Yeah. And I, I think people will as well. And, 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 that, and that's a great thing. And at least half of us will like it. Yeah. Three, three <laughs> of us will like it. it. The other half will hate it. But but the point is, like, I think we're in a, a, a great time of yeah. access and people getting things out in the front. And that, and that represents that. I mean, the difference between the D'Angelo album, which was almost like self-released at the end of last year. Yeah. The Beauty Peel album, which was a local album, which was basically self-released. And the Phil Cook album, which is a total indie way down yep. the level of indie uh being collected in that it, it represents all that is good about distribution to the extent there are things that are good about distribution. It, it represents all that's good about this year for mm-hmm. me yeah like those three albums that said i'm gonna play a song by uh the band north country yeah <laughs> because last year uh we played a song by louis weeks and and i've gone back and forth about this uh y- you can hear phil cook you can hear Beauty Pill, you can hear all this, and you can probably hear this song. But this song, uh, every time I hear it, just sort of, I love it. So uh, this is The Cross We Bear with North Country Series, nothing to fear. we bear because it's getting harder to know it's the load we share watching it all move so slow it's the space between what is and what is in
We made it. You've lost control. Ooh. We 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 got what? we got to the end. That was uh, North Country. Uh, There's nothing to fear. Is the album uh, Crossy Bear is the song. Uh, we don't know what's going to happen with North Country. We said this on the DC podcast. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're going through changes, much like Charles Bradley. Could, maybe we, maybe we put that in the show notes. <laughs> uh, well, everybody was talking about all the different uh, covers this year. Charles Bradley had. Mm. Uh, his cover of Black Sabbath changes out a couple of years ago, but he's going to have it on his new album next year. And he put out a video this week, which is amazing. Mm-hmm. And there actually was a Chunky Glasses road trip where we all went down to Charlottesville. There was. When, uh, Andre and Harris were still here. That was a good trip. That yeah, was, was a very good show. trip. So. Um, <laughs> yeah. Um, so we did it. This is the year. We didn't go aggro's last year. We got about... Fifty-one or four out, about a hundred hours. <laughs> what are we at? Like, are we at podcast one fifty at this point? No, th- this, uh, is, this, yeah. is, this is this is going to be one forty-six. Yeah. So, as a relative newbie, I just want to say thanks to Kevin and everybody for a putting up with me, but b allowing me in the room, and also uh, sort of the same thing. Yeah, yeah, all, all of that, <laughs> and uh, it's my great pleasure. And the one thing in a stressful time of work for me to look forward to this is really a great release. So I just want to say thanks. And You're welcome. I'm, and I'm I'm way newbier than I know it's past Thanksgiving. <laughs> I'm way I'm way newbier than Patrick, but uh, you know this is only my like I don't know seventh or something episode. Yeah. So uh, yeah, um, Kevin, thank you. Um, you guys are all awesome, and uh, this is really fun. So yeah, I mean we all we all have opinions. We show up down here and we speak into Kevin's equipment at Kevin's computer. Is that a euphemism? And then, hold on, oh, no. <laughs> I'm trying to be serious oh. here for a second, and uh, the mic is being moved away from you, oh, sir. Yeah, but uh, but so Kevin, Kevin's the one that has to go and actually edit our bullshit down to something that people yeah, might want to listen to. Uh, that has to post it up. That has to run the. Uh, that has to run the website. That has to do the. I think we're on like the. 80th redesign of the website at this point. <laughs> like, no. Yeah, when, when, it, when it comes down to it, basically, Kevin does 98% of the work and the rest of us combined for the last yeah. two. So, good on you, Kevin. Another good year. I also appreciate that everybody's got amazing opinions. Everybody has a very diverse amount of uh, information to bring, and nobody ever leaves the basement with a black eye. 
That's what I appreciate. <laughs> I, uh, yeah, I was thinking. There's, I was thinking about. No you, wait, did you say black guy or black eye? I'm sorry. I was. I was. I was thinking about how this is the all star cast in a while. Oh. Yeah. No, this actually is. Um, that this everyone is. here. I. I've, I. Don't, I maybe haven't been around for previous incarnations, but I think. I've been around. I've been almost you've, two you've years. You've been around for the golden years. The golden, the golden <laughs> years. Well, no, but it's been, it's been, it's been a pleasure. I, I, I will describe the setup tonight for those of you listening at home. We have the Titans in their own chairs. You have Paul oh, yeah. <laughs> and Kevin get their own chairs, right. the and Greek, all our rest the of gods, and all right? all the yeah, Greek was... all the Greek chorus is sitting over well, here I mean, on the here, futon. Here's the thing. I, I think I put this out in the tweet. I cannot. I literally cannot. Do do this without any of you and oh i mean i could but it would be like hey <laughs> gus what so do you think <laughs> meow 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 i feel it like, be I feel like it'd beauty be pill now we're gonna talk a little bit more about beauty pill oh there's some more well, people. it's not even that we probably talk about like dragon there, age some boston. About Fallout <laughs> 4. Some boston uh but talk about battlefield which we're yeah, gonna play when awesome. we get up there but but i i, I literally like and, and i and i joked about it earlier but you know what i enjoy most about this because you all know I don't like talking to people, <laughs> but I but I love talking to people because I love all of you and you, and you are the best. I mean, even Eduardo, a new guy, you know, it's like it's. I, ju- I, I just I just showed up. Yeah, like I just walked into it's. <laughs> this has been like essentially the best part of my life for now four years, five years, closing in on yeah. five. That's awesome, and. Yeah, so the fact that you guys are willing to do this with me and, and willing to listen to me bitch and and put up with my opinions, I'm okay. We'll even listen to you bitch when we're not on the show. Yes. <laughs> and Except for like, Paul. Because of you. Bitch in G-Chat. I mean, what is, oh, G-Chat. What is griping about this week? <laughs> I, you're, you're the only person I talked to in G-Chat. But because, also because of you, Chad Clark knows me as your beer delivery boy. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> you are correct. You are a minion. That is who will play. Who I, I'm sent. I am sent to the bar at a music venue to bring. To bring Again, the arbiter beer. of taste weighs in. <laughs> yeah. But to all y'all listening, uh, find friends as good as this, uh, and then go out and put a mic in front of them and talk about it. And then you can do this. Uh, as far as this, we're going to take about two weeks off. Uh, most of you are going to take two weeks off. I'll probably take about a week. Have to set up some stuff, okay. but. Uh, <laughs> Uh, and then we'll be, we will be back in the new year with Phil Cook, for sure. Yeah. David Bowie has a new album. I know. Yeah. Well, we'll, we'll be talking about it. Spoiler alert. Um, you mean... Deb at Woco's people. Mr. Tweety's coming to town. What? For real? Yeah. Is that really happening? No, it's not really happening. I'm, I'm pitching it. Uh, anyways, uh, thank you. It has been a great year. It has been... Uh, like I said, love you all. Awesome. I just got to tweet the channel orange dropped. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> you, what you can't see at home is that Kevin's head just exploded. Oh.
Uh, and when I wake up, I recognize you looking at me for the pay cut. Bahamas, I be looking at you from the face down. One Mac 11, need the rule with the face down. Let's get it. And let me tell you about my life. Side by side, we had love to carry on. And I still hear guitars in the No, <laughs> <laughs> Kenobi.